Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Arsaholics. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Mize. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up button if you enjoy this episode. And we'd really appreciate you subscribing and share the channel with any other Arsenal fans that you think uh, would enjoy listening to us talk about Arsenal. Right, boys, Rajesh, Aaronin, how's it going? Are we well? Yeah, good. Use my full name. It means serious things are on the agenda. <laughs> Back to Premier League action. Uh, so West Ham on Sunday, fifth place West Ham, surprisingly on Sunday, away. Um, quite a big game actually now in the context of our league season. Um, next couple of games, West Ham and Liverpool coming up, could almost make or break where we finish the season if we actually could push for the Europa League or let's say Europa League places, um, with the remaining games. What are your initial thoughts uh, off the back of the Olympiakos defeat? Um, what are your initial thoughts in terms of how Arteta might approach the game? Yeah, it's 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 that weird... It's going to be a weird weekend because it's the round of games where we will hopefully... We'll catch up because only like there's only like four or five league games this weekend, I think, because mm. it's the FA Cup this weekend. We've completely forgotten about the FA Cup for once because we're we're not in it. But actually, uh, which is quite nice this season, I feel mm. like we could we're actually we did okay to go out of the FA Cup early this week this year. Um, really? But yeah, I, so. I disagree. I with if, there was one, if there was go one on. year we were going to go out of the FA Cup, mm. it would be the year where there's no fans in a packed uh, packed season where you know like. All of our players are struggling with, well, not struggling with fitness, but it feels like players are getting yeah. tired. I just think this mm. is the one season where, you know, if we could turn it into a positive with a. Yeah, higher if it finish. benefits in terms of Europa League or, yeah, higher yeah. finish, then fair enough. And we've obviously been quite successful in the FA Cup previously yeah. in the last few years. So, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, I just, just the fact that yeah. you've got the, the FA Cup for me is like date, like trips to Wembley and like the yeah. big things and like. Even if we got to the final, we probably wouldn't be able to go. So yeah, but but we still might be able to celebrate in your flat. <clears throat> yes, by pouring liquor on and uh, whatever it was all over your all over your floor. I wish and I getting could Raj absolutely that. smashed again. <laughs> uh, is, you know, yeah. I just I need people to understand that my drink was spiked <laughs> by your, by yourself by one of these yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, you're lucky I didn't call the cops, mate. When you turned up, when you turned up with that bottle, what was it? Tequila, wasn't it? And you're yeah. explaining the the background of that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't actually, that. Like, you can't I can't remember that. I can't remember that. So that's, yeah. that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> it is. Um, it is. But no, but I, yeah. to, what, what, I guess to be honest, I think to your point. The biggest reason maybe I would kind of support what Aaron had said is is actually just more that this is this season where people are getting injured left, right, and center from all kinds of teams, uh, from from you know all teams and uh, fixture pileups, etc. Are just not going to be very helpful around this time of the season. And I imagine that if we were in the FA Cup still, my concern would be we would probably not do very well in any of the competitions ultimately. Um, and I think right now being in just these two is probably just about right <laughs> for us. Cause, um, cause I think the way it's shaping up, you know, there still is hope for sixth place. Uh, and it's weird to say that given we keep dropping points at times where there is no rationale as to, you know, why we should be dropping points against teams like Burnley, et cetera. But when you look at the fixtures coming up, I think what we've got 10 games left. 
And yeah. I think five out of those 10 are teams that are basically in the bottom third of the league. So it's interesting, isn't it? It's quite compelling because we've got West Ham, which feels like a six-pointer. Then we've got Liverpool, which additionally feels like a six-pointer. If we can, if we get results, I don't know, four points, let's just say we get four points out of those, then we're in with a sniff, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, it's it's going to be one of those seasons where you know a lot of the big teams still have to play each other, especially, you know, we're 10th, right? So we're pretty much all the teams will play each other just because there are so many teams above us mm. as well. Um, this weekend, it's Tottenham Villa as well. So they'll one of them will take points of each other. If we... You know, West Ham are a team that are doing well, but are still, I think, beatable. Um, so, yeah, look, I think we should, we should do all we can to win. I think Thursday is probably... The game against Olympiacos was the last time I think we could really afford to rest or rotate players. In my opinion, now it's going to be strongest eleven so, every game. I was going to ask you about what you think he might do, Arteta, in terms of the lineup. Is it the international break straight after West Ham? Then, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you think he'll go full strength for for this one? I think he has to. I think um, you know we've, we've conditioned players now. I think for this running, and yeah, there's no point resting players earlier in the season, which he's done pretty well. We've rested and rotated relatively well because now is when we need to play our best players for this kind of final 10 games to run in, especially post-international break. <laughs> it's going to be big game, big game. We'll, we'll need to rotate, take players off early when we're doing well, for example, but I think you'll see a core eight or nine players start every game now until the end of the season. I think it's a, it's still a case with our defence that as much as Gabriel and Luis have seeming, seem to play recently, like it's still a case where I think he will play whoever he feels is going to suit the game. So I wouldn't be surprised that given we'll be playing against Antonio where the holding plays, you know? Um, and so it may be actually there's some natural rotation that actually happens as a result of tactics themselves, you know? Sorry, you are going to say, Mize? No, it's, in, no it's, just, it's interesting that you said that because we kind of predicted the same against Burnley, didn't we? Or, That's I don't, true. I think we did or one of us did um, just purely for his aerial presence and, you know, from set pieces, um, how dangerous Burnley are. And obviously, Arteta decided not to, so... Yeah, it is quite. That's quite an interesting one, isn't it? To see what he does with the centre backs. So that um, Gabriel and Louise have started the last three in a row now, both Olympiacos games and Spurs. So yeah, it will be really interesting to see what he does. Yeah. I think there's still some interesting stats around this season in terms of kind of aerial battles won and all that kind of stuff. I think holding is still top of our defenders list. Um, so. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I think if there's an area where we might just see some kind of, you know, natural, hard to predict, natural rotation, it might be at the back. But otherwise, whatever the case, I think he'll play his fully, he'll, he won't be resting anyone. You know, he's not going to make any decisions based on having to rest players. And I think as we've just seen, Odegaard and Partey got a bit of a rest for today. Um, Saka got a rest. And um, those three will most certainly play. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does up front because Oba didn't have a great game just now. And Laka, I don't think he had a great game against um, uh, Tottenham either, but at least he scored. So it would be interesting to see if he if he doesn't play Oba and he plays Laka instead. Is, is Saka in, was Saka injured today or was he... I don't think he was injured because if he was injured, he wouldn't be called up to the England squad. This is what I thought as well. 
So, well, when's the first England game? Well, they've got three games, right? So they might be calling him up in a view to him playing a bit of the first game. Or I doubt. I doubt that would have been like. It feels like it's just a general understanding, though, isn't it? Because there's lots of other players who haven't been picked because of fitness. Like Madison's not been picked, and Harvey Barnes. Okay, he may not have been picked anyway, but you know, and then obviously you've got Grealish and Sancho who who aren't there. Saka, you know. I, if there is any doubts about his fitness, I doubt Arteta would be happy at all about him going. And it yeah, feels he doesn't like, have a say in it, right? Well, but there's a general understanding, though, isn't there? It feels I know, like the but relationship. I mean, I'm just between... thinking. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I guess we. I just. Yeah. I thought he obviously came off um, against Spurs. Yeah. He said, you know, he's not the kind. It's not the kind of game that you'd bring a player off unless it was an injury that was worthy of of, of him coming off. Um, he wasn't in the squad today, right? For the Olympiacos game, no. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I, I, I think, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that he'll definitely be. But obviously, we don't know, but I'm not sure he'll definitely be back for the West Ham game. I mean, if he's not back for West Ham, then I can't see yeah. how he's. Yeah, exa- exactly. Fair enough. Yeah, maybe. Then it would be a bit odd why they've called him up. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so we think full strength for the game, um, or for, sorry for West Ham. Um. I guess it'll be interesting just to talk about, obviously West Ham have had a really good season. Um, they've they've been pretty consistent. I was looking at their results um, despite losing. Obviously, they've lost a couple of games that you'd almost expect them to lose. City away, United away the other day. But they've been picking up the wins. Um, obviously, some really impressive ones as well. They're, and they're going to, it's going to be a very, very tough game. Um, interested to get your thoughts on kind of like key battles, um, you know, in the pitch where you think the game might be won and lost. They're danger men. So I, I think effectively they replicated Sheffield United season from last season because David Moyes has said many times in interviews that they never expected to be doing this well, right? It was always a plan like that, yeah, they, they obviously wanted to avoid relegation if they could do a little bit better than that and be comfortably outside of relegation. But I think David Moyes didn't think they're at that point in their evolution where they could actually be, you know, a real top half side. Um, mm. And obviously they have done, and it, it really does replicate. I think, I think in credit to them, they seem to have had a plan quite early on and they've stuck with that plan and that, you know, it's come together and they've just not thought too far ahead and just taken stuff game by game and cliches and, and actually probably hit stability um, more so than many other teams and they've not really suffered injury to, to key players um, and Suchek has obviously established himself as this like really important player for them and I think if you look at the stats for West Ham he you know he's he's top scorer um, he he has the I think highest amount of clearances like I guess my point is he's a bit of an all-rounder for this team and um, so clearly for me he's he's sort of their most important player right now uh, and um and you know, but but I think at the end of the day, we we beat West Ham at the beginning of the season, didn't we? We we did beat them. Mm. And if you look at even West Ham recently, last five games, I think they've they've won three and lost two, and they've lost to Man City and they've lost to Man United. To be, to be honest, that, that just tells me to a certain extent that maybe maybe now it's more of a case where we can where they're getting more of their expected results, I suppose. Um, and I think on that basis, I still go into this game thinking that we should be winning this game. You know, we we really should be winning this game. And I think the league table, um, you know, might suggest that West Ham are a better team than us this season. I don't think they, I don't, 
okay, the league table doesn't lie, but I think right now, as two individual teams playing one, one another at this point in time, I think we're a better team than them. And I think that, you know, uh, hopefully if we if we execute to, you know, how we can, then I think we'll win the game. Mm, I, I'm not so sure I see it as a kind of expected win for us, to be honest. I think West Ham this year are a very, very good team. They, like Antonio is doing really well. Like you said, Suchak's doing well, but then even players like um, Cresswell and Sufal, again, also doing well. And now they've got Jesse Lingard, who's coming out of nowhere and found form as well. And he was obviously, he couldn't play against Man United, so mm. they lost a lot there. True. And he's providing them a lot of creativity. I still, I think if we keep Antonio quiet, then I think we'll do okay. The problem is... Antonio just seems like the type of striker to give give us problems, and I, you know, we haven't been keeping clean sheets re- recently, so we're going to have to be on it both defensively and going forward to just make sure everything goes in our favour. But I, you know, I don't, I don't think it, I'd be very, very impressed if we came away with a win. We've not been keeping clean sheets, but it's not been a case where we've been conceding the same types of goal. So it's not like we've been conceding goals because, you know, there's been a target man bullying us or it's been because we're being count, caught on the counter-attack. Um, so, look, I agree that from a statistical basis, you would suggest it would suggest that we're not going to keep a clean sheet. Yeah. For whatever reason, we're not going to keep a clean sheet. Um, but I, I take your point about Antonio because I think that he is the sort of player that historically has given us problems. Um but I think that we've got plans for dealing with players like that now. And I, I don't, I haven't remembered us getting bullied by anyone in a long time in that respect. Uh, I think my, my broader concern would, would be that actually going back to something I said earlier, which is that they seem to have had a plan that they figured out quite early and they've just been recycling that plan and I've become quite good at doing it. In the same way as Sheffield United, we're just very good at doing Sheffield United and just did that consistently over the course of a season. West Ham are just consistently doing the same things and have mastered it quite well. And we are inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. We're inconsistent. And um, we've said it before, and, and I think it's been covered quite widely. Our biggest enemy is is us. And I think I still think our biggest enemy is not going to be West Ham. It's going to be us. Um, but um, no, look, I take your point. And maybe I'm not giving them as much credit as as, as I should, because like you say, there it's not just Suchek. It's Cresswell's, you know, seven assists. I think he said, number one for assists this season, Sufal's doing well. Um, you know, there's, there's, it, it's a real team performance, it feels like. And credit to Dave Moyes, right? I mean, did you guys see this coming? No, absolutely <laughs> not. No, definitely not. To be pushing for um, Champions League places, no, definitely not. Yeah, um, it is going to be a tough game. So the gap in terms of points with us intent is seven points at the moment. So obviously it would be pretty massive to close that gap. And I'm not saying... We'll, we potentially could catch them if we win win on Sunday. So um, it does put a lot of pressure on the teams above us if we could if we could get that win. And it, like you said, Roger is very much a six pointer. Um, okay, should we um, go through what we think is going to happen then in terms of predictions? I haven't really thought about this, but go on, Aaron, and I'll let you go first. I will go two two. I don't. Do you think that'll be a good two two or not? I think it'll be a, a two two where we miss loads of chances and do probably make one or two stupid mistakes at the back. 
and we all leave thinking uh, we probably should have won that, but we didn't. So okay. frustrating to do. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, Raj. I actually, even though it sounds like I, you know, I, look, I think we should win, but I don't think we will. And so I'm going to go for a draw. Um, two hours, just to be different, I'm going to go for 1 1. But I think 2 2 is a pretty good shout, actually, because I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit, I'm just, I was disappointed that we lost today more from the perspective of just the fact that we've lost is just not nice and it's not good for momentum. You know, it's one of those things that we've still lost a game and there's that feeling after you've lost. And I really hope that the players use it as something to beat themselves over the head with and don't start doubting themselves in any way. Like, I think, you know, it sounds like Leno came out and Leno said, you know, we'll never win anything playing the way that we did today. Um, And I hope that the other players also share that in the sense that they're saying like, no, absolutely. We need to get back where we were last game. And if we were, if we play like we did against Tottenham, we win mm. basically not forget the 10 men bit. <laughs> yeah. But we play, we will, but okay. So Aaron, and, sorry, that's a very long way of saying, I, I, I think that we're going to draw one, one. <laughs> okay. Um, I think, I actually think we're going to win. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really tight game. But I think that I just feel like the way that we're now setting up with this, you know, the three kind of creative players behind <clears throat> whoever the striker is going to be, probably Aubameyang on on Sunday, I think it gives us so much going forward. It's almost transformed our team. First of all, first it was Smith-Rowe coming into the team. Then Erdegaard's just, just come in and you wouldn't, have thought that he's never played for us before. You wouldn't have thought he's never played in the Premier League. And I feel like we're going to control possession um, because of that. And I think we'll get chances. We've been creating chances for the last few games. We've just not been taking them. In, uh, and yeah, I think I think, I think think um, we're stronger than them and we can win. So I'm going to go with 2-1. Part, part of me thinks that we are due a clean sheet just from <laughs> from the from the onset so you know i wonder i think the one thing i feel like is i do feel like arteta will have a plan hmm. to mitigate their strengths and i think that therefore you know unless we do something silly which we tend to do at least once a game and unless moyes comes up with some alternative ideas um, then I think that we could get a result. but um, And I think that makes me feel quite good because I think what we're saying more and more is Arteta's idea is being translated into the right outcomes on the pitch. And I feel quite confident that the players seem to know what they're supposed to do now. Uh, I, I just still worry about that mistake that we can't seem to shake. You know, we just can't seem to shake that mistake. And it just happens in different ways all the time. Like I can, like if we concede against West Ham, I don't know what a West Ham type of goal is, by the way. Like, uh, you know, but my, I guess my my point is I can still imagine us conceding something which is completely off script. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. At the same time, actually, I can see us one day like putting away all these chances that we create and absolutely thrashing someone. Because um, we've missed so many chances as well. So, you know, maybe maybe Sunday is the day when actually Ober puts away all the chances. Like against Olympiacos, 
it could have easily been four or five one if we'd taken some of our chances, and they were good, good chances as well. So on another day, we, you know, we said this a lot. On another day, we score four or five. So mm. maybe Sunday is a day when it all comes good and overtakes his chances. You know, Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Saka are on the pitch and all take their half chances that you they usually create. And actually, we come away with a comfortable win. But it's I just think West Ham are actually quite good going forward with Lingard and Antonio. They've got something quite nice there. And they are a dangerous team. I don't want to look too far ahead because I know that we'll obviously preview it when, when it comes to it. But obviously we've got Liverpool after this. Um, mm. But Liverpool aren't playing this weekend. And no. therefore... They so when did they last play? They last played what, a couple of days ago. Was it what, 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 what? Sorry, not a couple of days ago. Whenever their yeah, last the weekend, game was, a weekend, guess, yeah, yeah? Weekend. or Monday and Monday night, I think. Yeah. So their next game is ages away. The gap between games is three weeks. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. ages, and I can't work out whether that's a good thing or a bad thing because on on one sense, Liverpool they finally started winning games <laughs> again. Um, so maybe they probably would rather not have had the break, but um, it's quite a long time to not play a game. I think it depends who who's going away for their internationals, right? Hmm. I assume Salah and Mane will get picked. I don't, I assume African teams are playing. I assume South American teams are playing at this point. I know Trent, Trent hasn't been picked for England, hmm. which was interesting. It, it potentially could benefit them because of, they've obviously got so many injuries at the moment. It might mean a player or two comes back. I don't know. I don't know what their current injury situation is in terms of when they're expecting players back. I know they've had some long-term ones, but it might just help kind of bolster their squad um, in time for our game. Yeah, I mean, based on current form, I'd actually feel more confident of getting a result against Liverpool than I would against West Ham. Maybe I'm overrating West Ham tremendously here, but um, well, look, based on the league table, I mean, no. I, I, again, I'm not sure away or home means anything tangible at the moment, really, right? Like, I think this season has shown that, but I know what you mean. I would almost tend to agree, uh, but but I feel that Liverpool have at least won their last couple of games, so maybe they are coming into a bit of form. I think whatever the case, whatever the case, and I think we've said it repeatedly this season, so it, this sounds like, you know, just saying it again, but it's a huge two games for us. It's massive because I can't, especially as we get closer and closer to the end, I can't see us, if we don't make at least four points out of these two games, Yeah, like I can't see how we're going to get that six spot sixth place yeah and and i think if we get four points it's silly because i think if we get four points then there's a lot of things that are possible Mm. there's lots of things that are possible because of the the fact that we are playing quite a few weaker teams um afterwards and you know and then who knows but um yeah we've just got to get four points in my opinion at least if we get four points Mm. or better Mm. is top four possible in your opinion no, I, f- I think it's too far gone. I think, especially if you look at Chelsea's form, I can't see them capitulating. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe 10% chance. Like, but that's about it. But, you know, I, don't, I think it's almost like Chelsea wouldn't be the team that I would even target. I think it's Leicester. Leicester would be the team that are most likely to drop out of that. They're five um, points ahead of Chelsea. So they've even got that extra little cushion. 
They they do. Well, they, I know they, what you I mean. Look, whatever yeah. way you look at it, Forward. I think. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because I don't think there's any chance Chelsea are going to capitulate. Like I think they look. Tuchel's done a really good job of just making them hard to beat and he'll probably maintain them as a team that's hard to beat for the rest of the season before he tries to get crazier. Um, So I can't... Yeah, look, I think maybe a 10% chance at best, even if we get the four points. Um, But... You know, I think from from our perspective now, let's be really clear and honest. The Europa League, winning the Europa League is a massive possibility. Yeah, it's it's gone from yeah, like very hopeful. It's still hopeful, but the fact that Tottenham are out and we are into the next round, and you know, Aaron and you mentioned it before, right? There are so many bang average teams in the Europa League. We've still we've still got the potential to go out to one of these bang average teams, but. Yeah, yeah. But but overall, pound for pound, like is this the weakest eight in the Europa League than the, than there has been for the last couple of years that we've been in it? I think maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think for the last couple of years, you know, Atletico have always been around there as well, right? I feel mm. like you know the year the year we got to yeah when we got knocked out by Atletico, they were by far the strongest team. The year we got to the final, we had Chelsea there. Um, I think. It would be. I think this year it'll be either us or United that win it. Um, so here's hoping United get knocked out <laughs> next round because yeah, they're they're the tough ones. So yeah, Europa is definitely the first priority. And I think this is next season the one where they're introducing the Europa Conference. Nonsense. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So does seventh place get into? Oh the no way! Really? <laughs> is that next season? I didn't realize it was so I soon. I thought it's like next few years season. Away. It's uh, a good point. I hope not. Maybe one of our subscribers can comment and tell us rather than us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think it depends what Spurs do in the League Cup. I think if Spurs win, then they get it if they don't finish in Europe, European places. But Interesting. Yeah, it's going to be... What's the reward for winning the... What is it, the Euro, UEFA Conference? <laughs> if, you, if you win the conference, you qualify for the Europa League. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and I look, I look. Some of the teams, it's not a competition you want to play in. No, like it's a second. Yeah, it'll be a second. Or hopefully, we don't even have to con- consider that. But <laughs> yeah, okay. Knowing us, yeah. Anyway, knowing us. All right, West Ham on Sunday. Fingers crossed for a good result. Then um, we will see you guys post West Ham. Thank you again for tuning in, and yeah, like, comment, share, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Nice one, boys. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.